0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 292. Stop trying to be happy. Part one by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. How's it going Life Optimizer? Welcome back to Optimal Living Daily where I read to you from some of the best personal development blogs I can find, with author permission of course. And today's no different. I'll be reading a post from Mark Manson, a popular personal development blogger who started out as a dating coach actually. And he has a new book out. It's pretty crude but entertaining and definitely has some great life lessons. But I'll mention a little more about that at the end of the episode. So let's get right into the post and start optimizing your life. Stop Trying to Be Happy, Part One, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. If you have to try to be cool, you will never be cool. If you have to try to be happy, then you will never be happy. Maybe the problem these days is people are just trying too hard. Happiness, like other emotions, is not something you obtain, but rather something you inhabit. When you're raging p- and throwing a socket wrench at the neighbor's kids, you are not self-conscious about your state of anger. You are not thinking to yourself, am I feeling angry? Am I doing this right? No, you're out for blood. You inhabit and live the anger. You are the anger. And then it's gone. Just as a confident man doesn't wonder if he's confident, a happy man doesn't wonder if he's happy. He simply is. What this implies is that happiness is not achieved in itself, but rather it is the side effect of a particular set of ongoing life experiences. This gets mixed up a lot, especially since happiness is marketed so much these days as a goal in and of itself. Buy X and be happy. Learn Y and be happy. But you can't buy happiness and you can't achieve happiness. It just is. And it is once you get other parts of your life in order. Happiness is not the same as pleasure. When most people seek happiness, they are actually seeking pleasure. Good food, more more time for TV and movies, a new car, parties with friends, full body massages, losing 10 pounds, becoming more popular, and so on. But while pleasure is great, it's not the same as happiness. Pleasure is correlated with happiness, but does not cause it. Ask any drug addict how their pursuit of pleasure turned out. Ask an adulterer who shattered her family and lost her children whether pleasure ultimately made her happy. Ask a man who almost ate himself to death how happy pursuing pleasure made him feel. Pleasure is a false god. Research shows that people who focus their energy on materialistic and superficial pleasures end up more anxious, more emotionally unstable, and less happy in the long run. Pleasure is the most superficial form of life satisfaction and therefore the easiest. Pleasure is what's marketed to us. It's what we fixate on. It's what we use to numb and distract ourselves. But pleasure, while necessary, isn't sufficient. There's something more. Happiness does not require lowering one's expectations. A popular narrative lately is that people are becoming unhappier because we're all narcissistic and grew up being told that we're special, unique snowflakes who are going to change the world, and we have Facebook constantly telling us how amazing everyone else's lives are, but not our own, so we all feel like and wonder where it all went wrong. Oh, and all of this happens by the age of 23. Sorry, but no. Give people a bit more credit than that. For instance, a friend of mine recently started a high-risk business venture. He dried up most of his savings trying to make it work and failed. Today, he's happier than ever for his experience. It taught him many lessons about what he wanted and didn't want in life, and eventually led him to his current job, which he loves. He's able to look back and be proud that he went for it because otherwise he would have always wondered what if, and that would have made him unhappier than any failure would have. The failure to meet our own expectations is not antithetical to happiness, and I'd actually argue that the ability to fail and still appreciate the experience is actually a fundamental building block for happiness. If you thought you were gonna make $100,000 and drive a Porsche immediately out of college, then your standards of success were skewed and superficial, you confused your pleasure for happiness, and the painful smack of reality hitting you in the face will be one of the best lessons life ever gives you. The lower expectations argument falls victim to the same old mindset, that happiness is derived from without. The joy of life is not having a $100,000 salary. It's working to reach a $100,000 salary and then working for a $200,000 salary and so on. So I say raise your expectations, elongate your process, lay on your deathbed with a to-do list a mile long and smile at the infinite opportunity granted to you. Create ridiculous standards for yourself and then savor the inevitable failure. Learn from it, live it. Let the ground crack and rocks crumble around you because that's how something amazing grows through the cracks. Happiness is not the same as positivity. Hear that in tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled Stop Trying to Be Happy by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. And like I mentioned at the top of the show, Mark has a new book out titled The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F and as you can deduce, there are plenty of bad words in it but I've read some of it to you on this podcast and it really is valuable. You can check it out over at markmanson.net. And if you'd like to help support this show, I'd greatly appreciate anything you can do to help keep it growing and going, financial or otherwise. I put up a how to help page at oldpodcast.com you can check out. The direct link is oldpodcast.com support. And i really appreciate it if you could take a look. Anything on that list goes a long way to support the podcast. And I think that does it for today. Have a great rest of your day. And I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together,